Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk. Comedians or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. This moment is inevitable. At some point at a barbecue or if you're not in L.A., a cookout, I don't know, a carne asada, you know what I'm saying? Sitting around and somebody start roasting somebody. And then the pile-on session happens. You know, I mean, fools got jokes. And I mean, it's funny, everybody laughing and having a good time. And the jokes, like, you know, if you from person of color, most, I think I could say this for most, most POCs, like uh, the, I, okay. I can speak for my family and the black people I know. Let me, let me not jump out, jump out of pocket here. We are merciless. Like we roast our kids, everyone, no one is safe. The jokes flow, right? And they flow hard. And sometimes they harsh because they be true, like the stuff you saying about your little brother, the stuff, the stuff your cousins is and everybody is saying about your <laughs> about your it, the stuff be true, right? And 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 merciless, and it's hilarious. And everybody got jokes. And then maybe you're the guest here, and you decide to participate in the jokes, and all of a sudden a smile stops. Everybody look over at you like, what? And, and you might just be like, yo, I just said the same joke this fool said. You should know what just happened right now. If you don't know, every, uh, let me tell you something. Every person of color listening to this story right now knows exactly what happened. And it's, and it's this. Hold up. You don't get to say these jokes. You not wait, not, not time out now. Even if it's true, you like you don't you ain't got the right. 
No, homie, you don't know. You don't get to say these jokes. You'd have messed up, dog. You should have kept your mouth shut and just enjoyed the show because you not you don't have the right to talk about the homie like that. I'm going to talk about dragon rights on this one so that we can understand the Supreme Court. Hood politics, y'all. Man, listen, okay. I like, I think we need to back up a little bit and let me give y'all some some civics lessons here. But I, 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 to help you understand, let's think of it like this. Okay, let's just say you got the most annoying little brother in the world. You know what I'm saying? And like, you just want to sock the little homie every time you see him. Get on your nerves. And, and, and you got jokes every time you around, just like, oh my God, I hate this fool. And then you just happen to witness somebody at school talking about your little brother threatening to beat him up and stuff like that like what what what's what's going on right now you already know the answer hey homie you don't get to only i can make fun of my little brother you ain't got the right to make fun of i beat the brakes off you you say and so the merit of what the veracity of what this person is saying doesn't matter you ain't got the right to talk about my little brother right now. So follow me. It's about who has the right to say what to who and who gets to enforce that. You, you the big brother. You the big sister. You're, you have the, that's your, that's your little brother. That's your little sister. This is the authority that has been delegated to you by being the eldest sibling. That's just how it works. I'm not telling you it's, it's right or wrong. That's just, you know what I'm saying? And uh, because it's your job at the end of the day to protect your little brother, to protect your little sister. You know what I'm saying? And like, even I don't care how annoying they are, I don't care how much they are. Now, granted, there's a, I would like to say that there is a expiration date on that for some situations because sometimes, you know, maybe your little brother making some decisions that you like, look, man, at the end of the day, you on your own, bro. Like, I done tried to warn you. You feel me? Um, I'm always have your back. I'm always love you. You know what I'm saying? But I can't protect you from every fade. Sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to catch that fade. But something inside you feel like, but wait, man, like, this, this person don't have a right to give your little brother a fade. You know what I'm saying? So the arbitration and delegation of that, it, it, it falls on your shoulders. Now, let's just say your little brother deserved it. Let's just say he was mouthing off at the wrong person. You know, you know what I'm saying? And that person got, look, the, the, the playground rules states that your little brother should catch a fade. Maybe, maybe those are the rules. Now, here's, here's your situation as, as a sibling. Your situation as a sibling is like there's a, there's a legal precedence that's going on here. Because, yes, the rule states that if your little brother says, you know, blah, 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 whoop, de whoop, he posts to get the brakes beat off him. But there's a law that takes precedence over that, which is, I have to defend my little brother. I have to defend my little brother. There's that law supersedes yours. 
And even if he's wrong, we're not even arguing the merits as to whether he was right or wrong. That ain't got nothing to do with it. Then, matter of fact, most of the time, some not even most of the time, but sometimes you may have watched the whole thing and you was just like, nah, man, like you actually wrong. But we'll deal with that when we get home. But that ain't got nothing to do with what's happening right now. What we are arguing right now is, does this other person have a right to throw fades? That's the question. Do you have the authority to throw a fade right now to this person? Or do I have the authority to say, nah, fam, you don't get to throw, I throw a fade. That's my job, not yours. And if you want to, and if you need, and if you got a problem with that, then me and you could throw hands. Because there's now another law. <laughs> there's another law that now is uh, uh, coming into play here. So now, now we need a system of checks and balances <laughs> to figure out whose law are we supposed to follow right now? Who, like, who gets to say what, you, what how, how this is supposed to run? Let's run it back again. Your little brother mouthed off. You saw the whole thing. And your little brother mouthed off on things that's grounds for a fade. But you saw that. And the law states that you have the authority over who gets to throw fades at your little brother or not. Right? But the person that's ready to throw the fade to your little brother that you're defending is now like, wait, hold up. Why do you get to stop this nigga from catching this fade? Who says you get to do that? And it's like, well, fool, I do. So look, there's... We need to figure out who has the authority to say what. And that is the job of the Supreme Court. I mean, the OGs. Ah, you see what you see what I'm doing here? Ah, you guys catch it? You guys catch it? I want to talk about procedural stuff as to like what exactly the Supreme Court does. Uh, so right now, I'm pretty sure Matt's laying some sort of dope little track right now that I don't here because he does that in post but again shout out matt that food dope Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts Connect the alarm Change the podcast you stream Connect the snooze Ten more minutes to dream Connect the shower 
Lather up with the news, sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of smoking audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. All right, cool. Now, y'all enjoyed that. Hope you got some bars off. You feel me? Um, I could take y'all back to like fifth, sixth, seventh grade, right? You, you, you remember the you remember the thing system of checks and balances. This is if you America elementary school, like when the indoctrination of how you know our system of government is so much better than everybody else's. That our little nose is so sweeter and cuter than everyone else's little nose, right? A lot of times I like to think of it like our democracy is like the first iPhone. We're like an OS1 democracy, first iPhone, you know, but refuses to upgrade itself. Like we still got the little round button on the bottom. You know what I'm saying? It's like, okay, or we're like the Zune, like, you know, before the MP3 players were everywhere. You feel me? It's like, well, no, I got an MP3 player already. It's like, well, dude, like, People have made better ones. You know, you got to upgrade your system sometimes. It's just like you can't just keep sitting on this this, this breakthrough of technology that now everybody is caught up on. Essentially, this is the future of Tesla. Yeah, okay, yeah, you had a, you had a full electric car. You know, you had the, you had the Mario, but you're not going to be the only electric car. People going to make better cars than yours. You just... It's inevitable. You know, we say, well, they're building on mine. Okay, cool. Well, then catch yours up. You know, so essentially around that time, you know, we created this system of checks and balances. Now, history. Why did we do that? Well, you got to remember where we came from. Just like, uh, you know, in all of your relationships, a lot of the habits you picked up as to how you treat your little boo thing usually is either A, because of your last relationship or because of your parents. A lot of the way that you parent is because of your parents. You feel me? Matter of fact, my wife just walked in. What's up, Dr. Alma? How you doing? You know what I'm saying? She's finna work on her desk right now. You didn't hear that because it was so low, but she said, hey. Anyway, she got a book coming out too. So shout out that. It's called Chingona, Discovering Your Inner Badass. I didn't do that on your desk. Your daughter did. You guys don't see that, but there is Sharpie marker all over her desk. Anyway, parenting. Um, so speaking of parenting, you parent in a lot of ways based on the way your parents was parented and the way they parented you, right? You're bringing that in there. So even whether it's for your, for the good or 
for the for better or for worse, oftentimes that's the way that stuff came from. It's the same when you develop in a country. A lot of the stuff that we came up with as the United States was being formed was in reaction to where we came from. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about this big old thing of like the separation of church and state, why? Well, that's because niggas had trauma. You know what I'm saying? The separation of church and state was because, well, just know a little bit about European history. You know, when how a lot of times people would get in power in government, they would use church to sort of like reinforce their power, almost to make themselves feel more like a godlike figure. You feel me? So you would have a state church, right? Like Anglicans, like, you know, Orthodox, whatever, they would do these things. And it would be a way as to bolster and to solidify because once you tie, hello, God and country together, you feel me? Then uh, you can kind of get away with whatever you want to get away with. So we was like, well, I'm not going to say we, I meant the founding fathers because you know I wasn't included in that. But American, when we was forming the country, was like, you know, we got to do away with all this stuff. Because that mug, like, it only becomes a problem. So we need to make sure that you know you cannot make a state-sponsored church because that stuff only causes problems, right? That was one of the things that they was doing. Another thing that they did was what we said by having three branches of government. But that's because, again, you coming from a monarchy. You know what I'm saying? They were singing to Kanye saying, no one man should have all that power Clacks chicken that just come. I miss the old Kanye. Anyway, but apparently the old Kanye was a lot like the new Kanye. Apparently, if you follow the story, he just had, had his mother as a rudder. But that's a whole other situation. Rest in peace, my dukes. Big Donda, you know what I'm saying? Anyway, let me not talk about Kanye. I don't even know that man. But the idea was this, was this is in reaction from what they came from. And they was able to critique where they came from and was like, we don't want to repeat the same sort of structural mistakes that we came from. So they set up these other, that's why nobody wanted a president for a while. That's why they was like, look, man, like we don't need a centralized power because that always, they don't know president because it's like, I don't want you to start thinking like you a king. You feel me? They was like, that stuff is a problem. You know what I'm saying? When you, when you solidify power like that. Uh, uh, and consolidated into one place, it only begets problems. So they set up a system the way that they set up. So the way that we did ours, take you back to your seventh grade, is your three branches of government, which was supposed to be the idea of this power is, is shared. So every OG got an OG, but it's not linear. It's circular. You follow me, Right. Well, you get to call a shot, but I get to say whether that shot is callable. And then and then once you call that shot and I say that shot is callable, we all get to say, okay, I have the right to say, nah, homie, I don't think that that shot should be executed. So I get to veto it, right? So I'm using all these terms to help you understand. So, you know, executive, legislative, judicial, that's your Congress. This should be review. That's your Congress. That's your, that's your courts, right? And that's your executive, right? The president. And what old Trumpy didn't understand, <laughs> I'm the fucking president, is that like, it's not linear, big homie. Like you, there are checks on your power, right? And of course, if you know the system, system works. If you work the system, there are ways to 
either get that stuff so gummed up and so confused or to make sure you putting weights and levies in each of these things so that you can bend the rules to your favor. But the way that it was set up was so that one group isn't able to control the whole situation. There's always everybody to make it look a little violent. You know, in the movies when the bad guys and the good guys all walk into some sort of like a warehouse where like things going bad and everybody pulls out guns. And then it's like this like scene where, where the badass dude has two guns, you know, and he's pointed it at this guy and at that guy and they're pointing guns back at him. And they're having this, just like this standoff to where it's like, everybody got a gun pointed at everybody's head and you got to decide which one of y'all going to put the gun down. And then in a strange twist of fate, one of the guys takes the gun off the other guy and points it at you because it turns out, Oh God, double cross. He's actually working for the other dude. Right? So that's, that's our government situation. And how you convince one guy to take the other guy's gun off his head is you got to put a person in place. And this is how our system works. How you put a guy in place? Oh, well, what we elect, we elect our judges. You do what we've been doing, what the Republicans have been doing this whole time. You making sure you got your homies on that part of the thing since you don't have the authority to do what the Supreme Court do. If it's your boy in there, if that's your girl in there that going to owe you a favor because you put them on, then you good. If you the Congress, you know what I'm saying? If you you the legislative, you know what I'm saying? Then like you make sure, you you know, I scratch your back, you scratch mine with the president. You feel me? Like you get in good with the president because you got stuff you got to take care of. So you make sure the president know that like, hey, homie, like, look, we're going to shut down everything you try to do. Unless you hand over this situation for us. So you there is these these levers, these flexes of power here. And this in an attempt to, even though this thing is supposed to balance, right? Sometimes you want to sway things your way, sway things the other way, sway things the other way. And everybody's pulling and 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 pushing to try to gain a little leverage on each other to get what you want done. Now, when we use the term balance, I think that's actually like a really good picture for you. A balance of power, like what is what is balancing look like? Balancing look like constantly adjusting, right? When you're looking at somebody walking a tightrope, I, I for the love of me, I had no idea what that big old pole was for. I was like, that looked like that just added so much difficulty to have, <laughs> to walk across a tightrope connected to a doggone uh, 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 high-rise building. Like, why in the hell do you want to hold something that heavy? Well, you know why? It's because it helps you maintain balance. And I just, I, I, I don't get it. But what is maintaining balance? It's constantly adjusting. Man, people ask me, like, you know, of all the stuff that I do between the rap, the poetry, the podcast, and, you know what I'm saying, the coffee, like, how do, how do I keep balance? It's like, well, I don't. I'm always adjusting. You know what I'm saying? You're always, you know, evaluating, looking at things, this, you know, just adjusting. And in a lot of ways, that's what the government does. It's adjusting all the time. You feel me? Now, obviously, these are adjusting based on the whims of money, of lobbyists, of agendas, of all kinds of different things that can, like, be very sinister, be very selfish. But that's, but essentially... That's what's happening. But now, now that we say that, 
one of those balances of power, which at least in our modern era has become in a lot of ways way off kelter and has been the part of the scale that everybody wants their thumb on. And it's the Supreme Court. Because somehow or another, the Supreme Court has become the ultimate OGs. And when there are standoffs between the Supreme Court and the executive branch, what we just learned is that if you play your cards right, the executive's going to lose. Let's take a break. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. 10 more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. We back though. Uh, well, you're back though. Um, so if we look at these last crop of uh, Supreme Court decisions, the ones, the big ones that everybody knows, and even some of the ones that were a little low key, some of the deep cut ones that like you'd have to be an absolute nerd like myself to be even interested in and to understand their implications. Here's what I need you to understand about that. Again, going back to the situation where somebody was finna drag your little brother. If you look at these cases, and this is where us in the, in the, in the public sphere are kind of like missing the point here. It's that 
the court is not even arguing the merits of what they're talking about. When they release their decisions or when they release their like writings as far as like their, their you know, when they when they release their dissent or like the, you know, the paper that Justice Thomas released where he actually talked about his opinion. The opinion and even the rulings, it, it they're not even talking about whether abortion is good or bad. They're not even talking about that. That's our discussion. Whether a woman should have the right to an abortion, they're not even talking about, according to the paperwork. They talking about who gets to decide those rights? Who has the right to say, does the executive branch have the power to make that call? Do you, or do the states? And do I have a right to tell the states what to do? So it's like, it's not so much whether your little brother is dumb or not. It's you don't get to call him dumb. Or, wait, do I have the right to defend him even though he did something stupid? Do you have the right to get mad at me for defending my brother if I did something stupid? Now, do you have the right to squab with me and my little brother? And if we have this brawl, which one of us broke the rules? So the Supreme Court's job is to not say, nah, hey, your little brother, yo, he mouthed off. No, he's saying, no, wait, you, the, the law that has precedence, according to the last time we was on this park, that's why I use that precedence, because that's what the court does too. Well, what did we say last time? And some judges, OGs would say, what the hell last time got to do with it? This is what's happening right now. Others are saying, well, that's all we got to stand on. Because let's just say, let's, let's carry the metaphor further. You could pull out a playground rule book <laughs> and say, nah, look, the rules clearly say, but if that rule book was written <laughs> in 1932, Make it even further. This rule book was, was written in 1776 and you on a basketball court and basketball wasn't even invented yet when you wrote it to basketball park rules. Then what the hell I'm referring to? Then it ain't got nothing to say. It's my job to figure out what it might have meant. <laughs> That's what the Supreme Court do. It's got to look at stuff that probably wasn't there and figure out what it might think about based on what was there. That's precedence. That's why, like, it's really hard to become a Supreme Court judge. <laughs> and that's why they be grilling them. And that's why you be wanting people that's going to look at this thing in the way that if you're a politician, if you're trying to weigh this, uh, 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 this, this power, you want people that's going to look at it the way you look at it. So that like, if you are the big brother protecting your little brother, you like, uh, I feel like I shouldn't have to fight this dude over this. It should be real simple. You should understand that that's my little brother and you should respect me enough to not talk about my little brother like that. Ain't that right, Judge Pookie? Right? <laughs> And the other dude should be like, wait, hold up. You heard what this man said on my 
on my on God, homie. Like, that's a fade. Ain't that right? Judge Duloc. Right? And a little brother saying, hey man, like, I don't even think what I did was that bad. Ain't that right, Stunner Deuce? You feel me? Like, so we just, you all want a dude on there that's going to look at it the way you hope they look at it. Now, let me give you the actual examples of what happened. So it go like this. So like Congress passes whatever law, right? And then the law is essentially this. It's like, yo, uh, such and such, whatever, blase blah department over in the executive branch needs to go do this. I mean, and that's, and that's the law, right? It's not as like, oh, you can't cross this street. You know what I'm saying? It's like, it's, it's more, when you at this level, it's more like, who got the right to do what? Again, do you got the right to drag my brother is the question. So OSHA, FDA, EPA, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you know, these, these, y'all know these, uh, I'm asking you like you can answer me, but yeah, the, the FDA, right. Which is, you know, it's our food and drug administration, EPA, that's the environmental protection agency. That's the one that, uh, when, uh, <laughs> Rick Perry was running for president, he didn't even know what it did. You know what I'm saying? And then he was finna be, the, he was finna get put in charge of it. The, the point I'm making is like, they're saying is like, when it comes to like environmental laws, like, Hey, we think we want to keep carbon emissions down to you know, 30%. What the law is saying is like, so EPA, you go make sure that everybody's staying up on it. You got the, we giving you the right to do that. And then the executive branch office, that FDA, that OPP, whatever that thing is, you know what I'm saying? Goes and does the thing. The Supreme Court looks at that and this is what happens. And they go, wait, 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 wait. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. I don't think you should be able to do that. That you're not, hold up, homie. You don't get to tell these people how much oil they can put in their car. I don't think you got the right to do that. And then we going, but like, yo, uh, the, but the, the planet's dying. Don't you think we should do that? It's like, I'm not even talking about whether the planet's dying or not. I'm talking about whether you should be able to tell us about it. Look, I'm not even talking about my little brother dumb or not. I'm saying, do you got the right to say it? So this is what already happened. So <clears throat> a couple months back, we was trying to, the, the CDC was trying to do like some regulation on some power plants about how much like nuclear waste they doing. Supreme Court was like, nah, I don't think you got the right to tell people that. CDC had a eviction moratorium. Remember that when it was like, yo, you can't evict people because of COVID, man. That's kind of crazy. The CDC said that Supreme Court was like, nah, homie, you don't get to call that. That ain't your job, nigga. You don't get to say that. OSHA tried to do a vaccine mandate. Supreme Court was like, hey, Nick, that's not your place. You don't get to say that. Should you have a vaccine? That ain't even the point. My point is, it ain't your place. And finally, Roe v. Wade. They not even talking about, <laughs> they not even talking about abortion. They talking about, does the paper from 1776 say you have a right to it? And do the federal government got the right to tell the states what to do about it? That's, that's, that's all they arguing. Now, here's, here's where it get crazy. Obviously, these positions, 
these decisions as to who got the right to say that, those are that's a matter of opinion. None of that stuff is, it ain't written down nowhere. Because half of these departments didn't exist when the stuff was written down. So how you even come to that conclusion? By putting your homies on the courts. By making sure those your big homies deciding these things. So, you, so, the, so the levers of power, so while we arguing over like, yo, is this right or wrong, how they can weasel out of any of them conversations is being like, that's not even what we talking about. Your little brother still ain't been checked. And we all agreed he actually wrong. But we're not even talking about whether your little brother wrong. Your little brother might need to catch some hands. But ain't nobody talking about that. That's not even the point. So one of the slickest ways, if you a politician, how you play everybody is to be like, listen, we're not even talking about what you're talking about, bro. Hey, listen, man, I'm not even, whatever, it's not even about being about pro. It's not even about women's rights, man. It's not even about, it's not even about it, bro. Like we're, listen, 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 no big deal. This is just legal jargon. Nobody's taking your rights. Yo, how slick, slick, right? Oh, man, yo, you got to keep your head in the game here, homie. Really understand how they plan this. You got to know the rules. Now, if you're going to take the sinister uh, attitude out of it and just actually use like like legal jargon. Now, I pulled this from um, a researcher on Axios, these phrases, because I ain't like, I'm going to keep it real with you. I ain't never heard of these things. I had to do a little Googling. Um, but, uh, you know, your boy always cites his sources. So, um Here's how they think about it. Here's how your OG would think about it. Remember I told you earlier, the OG is like, all right, well, what did we do last time? Or what did the homie say at the other park? Or what the hell difference does it make last time? None of this was even existed when the papers was written. So there's terms. There's actual terms for these ways of thinking. One of the ways is, is called Chevron deference. And that's when basically like the courts are like, well, look, I don't know what to say. I'm going to defer to you because you're the expert. You feel me? Like where it's like, we don't really know. I don't really know how this works. So uh, y'all tell me what y'all need. Which I I think in a lot of ways, that's the way I work about a lot of stuff. I'm like, look, man, I don't know how that works. You, you, you know what you're talking about and then you talk about it. Then the other one's called the major questions doctrine, which is like essentially like, okay, look, if you're just doing regular regular law type stuff, it's like, yeah, okay, it's no big deal. But if you want to do something super huge, that's like, like, like tap in with me when you talking about the big stuff. And that law better be very clear, dog. You can't just be like, you can't just be out here willy nilly doing big stuff that's going to like change everybody. You got to tap in first. Like that's a major thing. That's the major questions doctrine. And then the last one is called the non-delegation doctrine. And this is like the most, in a lot of ways, it's the most extreme. And I feel like, now nah, this is my opinion. I feel like it's like one of them laws that like are good on paper, but it's just not practical. And what it's saying is this, is it's like, okay, it goes back to this like originalist way of looking at the constitution. It's basically like this. If the constitution say explicitly Congress has the right to do something, 
or the job to do something, whatever you want to say. It cannot delegate that action or that job to anybody else. Like you, you are not allowed because the Congress say that's just not as like you ain't got again, you ain't got the right to do that. That's not your place. I'm giving you authority. The paperwork gave you authority to do this thing and you don't get to pass. And what if the Congress is like, OK, well, I'm using my authority to say. I need them fools to handle this. You know what I mean? They like, nah, because that's your job. You know what I'm saying? Imagine your mama coming in and being like, uh, it's your job to do the dishes. And then you turn your little sister and be like, okay, uh, I'm using my authority to have my little brother do the dishes. And then the mom say, no, you ain't got the right to, that's not your, you can't tell your little brother to do the dishes. And be like, but mom, you put me in charge. You put me in charge of the dishes, right? You need them done? They gonna be done. He's like, no. A homie, it's not your place to tell your little brother whether to do the dishes or not. And if and if it runs that way, then as you know, like the government gonna look real different because, like I said, this look good on paper, and we have not been functioning this way for I don't know how long. What it essentially does is like, yo, it kind of takes the thumb off the president the executive branch and kind of like you know the Supreme Court got some weight I don't know man I'm just saying again we are rarely arguing the merits that's why I really want you to come away with this most of the time nobody really arguing the merits as to whether what the law is is fair or not that's what we're doing on Twitter. What they doing is saying, uh, who get to actually make that call? And when you, and if you notice, again, that almost exonerates you from having to have an actual opinion. And I would say even a soul. Cause it's like, it's when you looking at somebody and they talking all this stuff and you like, yo, like, are you serious? Like, look at me, dog. Like, you know this is crazy. And they like, I mean, it's whether it is or not, don't, it don't, it don't matter. Just like Clarence Thomas's writing, when he was like, when we was all saying, like, yo, we need to do something about these mass shootings, man. Like, need some sort of laws around these things. He's like, look, I don't care if we got a hundred mass shootings. What you want me to say? I don't care if we got a hundred a day. I can't take away your Second Amendment right. That's what the papers say. It sounds cold. Because it is. <laughs> but look here. All they saying is, I know my little brother might be dumb. You just don't get to call him dumb. That's just how I work out here. Uh, politics. Yeah, this here thing was recorded by me, Propaganda, in East Los Boyle Heights, Los Angeles, California. This mug was mixed, edited, mastered, and scored by Matt Osowski. I can totally say his name, guys. It was 
it was a shtick. He's going by Matt now again because he got into some legal situations with the name Headlights. Y'all know Common used to be called Common Sense. Y'all know Tip. T.I. was Tip. Sometimes it happens. Executive produced by the one and only Sophie Lichterman for Cool Zone Media and the theme music by the one and only Gold Tips, Gold Tips, DJ Sean P. So y'all just remember, listen, every time you check in, if you understand city living, you understand politics. We'll see y'all next week. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell, ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. You know that feeling when you walk into your home, take a deep breath, and feel new? Well, that's what it's like to use Clorox Sentiva. Because Clorox Sentiva smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like energy. It'll elevate any cleaning routine to not just clean, but also make every room smell like a tropical coconut getaway. Discover how Clorox Sentiva's powerful clean and refreshing scents can transform your space. Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.